Amy, we've got a bunch of little nieces and nephews between us, but we've also got a catch-all gift that all of our siblings love for their newborns. You're totally right, and it's Pampers Swaddlers, because Pampers Swaddlers wick wetness away to keep babies drier and subsequently parents happier. Pampers Swaddlers absorb wetness better versus the leading value brand and provide up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologist approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Now you can try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. These wipes won't tear. In fact, they grip mess, shall we say, more firmly and clean better, leaving baby skin dry, soft, and smooth. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers Cash has no cash value. Welcome to Ask Amy from What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Solving your parenting dilemmas one question at a time. This week's question comes from Amy, different Amy over email, who says, First of all, I absolutely love your podcast and I'm still catching up on previous episodes as I want to listen to all of them. Highly recommended, Amy, that you do so. I just re-listened to your Bedtime Routines podcast from 2020 to get some much-needed advice. I actually have 8- and 11-year-olds, and we are having trouble with bedtime. I am spending two-plus hours with the whole routine, and it goes without saying, I am getting burned out. I can apply some of the tips from that episode, which was geared more towards little kids, but do you have any tips for these ages? Anything is appreciated, Amy. All right, Amy, let's talk through this because how this got to a two plus hour routine, I mean, been there, I have been there, but from the outside, I can say that's too long. There's too much going on and we have to address that there's a routine that takes that long. My favorite thing to do when there's something that's really challenging is to consider what can I add and what can I take away that might make this thorny situation easier. So let's start with what you might take away. I'm assuming that that two plus hour routine includes baths and showers. I'm wondering if there's something you could do where that doesn't happen every night. Is there something you could do where they brush their teeth is right next to where they're watching TV or playing video games? Is there something you can do to make the up and down the number of transitions that they have to do on their way to bed? Take that down make it fewer. On the other hand, is there something that you can add? Is there something that would really motivate them to move through their bedtime routine faster? When my kids were that age, we were reading a series of unfortunate events. I'm, I'm a ham. I love doing all the voices and things like that. And that was really motivating for my eight-year-old and P.S. my 12-year-old who was both too old and not too old to come in and, and listen. Adding something like that, that they only get to do if they move through the routine more quickly, the reward of more time with you, the reward of staying up an extra hour on Friday nights, maybe there's something like that, an extra special time that they can have, a little more screen time on Saturday mornings, something that they get as a motivation for moving through this more quickly, adding that might really help. Speaking of screen times, I'm wondering if you can make those sort of an if that are subject to homework and chores, if they do them, and getting their pajamas on and getting their bags in the front hall for the morning, whatever the things are that they need to do in the evening, that they do those first, that you're not rolling from dinner into homework and to looking at phones or looking at screens. And now it's nine and you haven't taken your bath yet. If you can put screen time, if it's occurring before the bedtime routine, make sure it happens after the bedtime routine, if at all, 
and they might time out. And it might be 10 o'clock, phones go away in the kitchen. 10 o'clock, TV goes off and you go upstairs. It might be nine o'clock, right? Because let's roll this back. For school-aged children, the American Association of Pediatricians recommends nine hours of sleep a night for nine to 12-year-olds. And a lot of kids don't get that. So Amy, if your kids are getting nine hours of lights out time in your house a night, give yourself a back pat. You're doing a great job. If they're getting eight hours, you're doing a great job too. But we want to get them to nine to 12 hours a night because we know sleep is so important for kids developing brains. It's so important for their coping skills. And another thing I want to suggest is that you actually bring the kids on board with that. You find articles, you find things that are aimed at them to show them like, you want to sleep because when you're not getting enough sleep, guess what? You have trouble with your grades. You have trouble with your friends. You have trouble with how you feel. You have trouble with how bouncy your hair is, whatever. If there are other things in your kids' lives that aren't going exactly the way they want, more sleep is almost always the answer to those things. Arming them with that knowledge and that motivation might be another way to get them to turn out the lights a little sooner. Your involvement is also a part of this, right? You have to walk it back. If you're spending two hours of your evening saying, come on, come on, come on, I already told you how many times, if that's become part of the routine, then that's become part of the routine, right? It's become like the the dog that thinks you say, sit, sit, marshmallow, sit, 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 sit. If you say that eight times before she sits, all I've done is teach my dog that I say sit eight times and then she sits down. If that's become part of the routine, making mom mad, the predictability of you're going to ask them four times before they actually have to get up off the couch, then revisit that too. There's a back to one possibility that might have to occur here, including screens, phones. Like I do this back to one every couple of months with my family, like phones in the kitchen. Let's take the phones away at 10 o'clock at night. Let's put the phones away. My kids are older, so it might be 10, 11, might even be later. But you have to kind of play along too. I'm going to turn off the TV and go to bed. Yes, we could watch another episode of this show, but it's 10 o'clock. Let's go get started. Sorry, I keep saying 10 because that's when I like to go to bed. But I do know for an eight-year-old, it does need to be earlier than that. But give yourself a break. You're doing the best you can. There is a lot for these kids to do at night, sometimes a little bit too much homework, sometimes sports. Sometimes there are many things they need to get done in an evening. So I would start, Amy, with what can you take away from the routine, which includes both steps in the routine and the amount of your involvement and the amount of your haranguing that happens. And what can you add? Sleep really is so important, not only for your kids, but also for you. So putting in this extra effort in will really reap some rewards on the other side. Send us your parenting questions and we might answer yours next. Email us questions at whatfreshallpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. Feel like you're the martyr in your family? You're not alone. Hey, this is Joanne. And Brie. And we're from the No Guilt Mom podcast. Brie, we talk to a lot of moms. Yeah, we sure do. And if you're a mom who has a to-do list that is so massive that you get overwhelmed and you shut down. Or if you fall into the habit of doing everything for everyone and don't know how to change it, we can help you become a No Guilt Mom. We're going to take you from family martyr to family model. That's role model so that you role model the behavior that you want to see out of your kids. You're going to go from being tired and overwhelmed to energized and guilt 
free. Every week, you'll get actionable strategies that you can implement right away from the experts that we interview and from us. We also have a whole lot of fun. So check out the No Get Mom podcast everywhere you listen to your favorite shows. Are you overwhelmed by the things that get in the way of you doing what you want to do? Are you looking for ways to simplify life to better align with your values? Do you want to create space in your schedule so you have room for more of the good stuff? Play, joy, relationships, gratitude, and more? If you answered yes to any of these questions, I invite you to check out Edit Your Life, a podcast to help you edit the unnecessary from your life so you have more room to enjoy the awesome. Through episodes with me, Christine Co., and a range of super smart, compassionate, and thoughtful guests, you'll come away with big picture insights and practical ways to declutter your home, schedule, and mental space without getting bogged down by perfection. I have always believed that small moments and actions matter tremendously. My goal is to help you find agency and space in your life through doable baby steps that will leave you feeling accomplished instead of overwhelmed. Check out Edit Your Life wherever you enjoy your podcasts.